It's like being beaten a million times, burned alive, roadkill, broken, bruised, feeling like the world's joke, unappreciated, used, degraded, disrespected, violated by someone you were supposed to be able to trust, and then left alive for your heart to continuously tell the story of your living death. That's the best way I can describe being a woman left naked and uncovered by the man she truly loved. The end, again, AKA, once a good girl's gone bad, she's gone forever, edition, Jay-Z's song cry. It's something very difficult to say to a man, and so I didn't. I let him have the last words, and I didn't drop a single tear because I really needed this chapter closed. I let him accuse me of always wanting more than he could give, was willing to give. Essentially, I let him make me the bad guy. I did ask for a heartfelt apology, but was greeted with a half-assed, I've apologized in the past. I called it a break that we needed, but I knew better. This entire summer, I've been warning him that I'm turning cold, not wanting to feel his touch. He said he did not understand. This had happened to me once before, where I had to explain to a man that he had emotionally bruised me so much that I was no longer physically, emotionally, or mentally attracted to him. Only big difference in that situation is we were not in love with each other anymore, and we were just spending time together. I don't think he believed me then either. Now back to my current situation. I couldn't bear to tell him I spent the last week dreading seeing him and purposely put it off. How I got physically sick when I saw his text messages asking me how my day was. How I got tired of asking people to support us and pray for us. How one Saturday morning, I was on the train headed to work praying and crying under my dark shades. And how shortly after, this man appeared out of nowhere a few minutes after I stopped crying. I slowly began my exit. I don't know if this person was sent by God or the devil, but I was disappearing. I saw a door open. At first, I thought this was the old me coming back again. The old me would carry on two relationships simultaneously because I'm not married and I believe in exercising my options. I had been doing that since I was 15, but I was disappearing and my personality was way too large to stay in the take what you can get try to change a man I'm in love with club. That's not like my style. I'm not even sure how the fuck I got here so long. Five years and three months of making a wrong turn. So I unintentionally began my exit and there was no way I could look at my present situation and say, you abandoned me and so here we are. I think I found someone else. You can't say that to a man. I also couldn't say that when we end on a Tuesday night, I will be giving my new conquest my business card on a Wednesday morning. I didn't dare say that. I let him agree to the break, but not before begging him never to put another woman through this shit. Either get your stuff together and be the man she needs or want the fuck away. I'm unique like that, always worrying about the woman behind me. I only want to hear good updates, if any. I would hate to find out she cried as much as I did or more. I cringe at that thought. And I pray on it. As for me, 
I learned a lot, especially that opportunity waits for no woman. I've also learned that you can leave a relationship situation long before you physically leave it. I left him emotionally December 2012 and June 2015. Yeah, there won't be another date. <laughs> Business card in hand and ready to make moves. Stay inspired, my friends. When one door closes, a few always swing open. This is the lioness reading for KJM, who was bearing her soul on a hump day. I was crying and praying that morning on the train, headed to work on a Saturday, crying and praying, crying and praying. I was wearing a long purple dress from American Apparel, crying and praying. Oh, Lord, please help me. He introduced himself to me 20 minutes after I stopped crying, but I never stopped praying. Soft, tapping rain and humid temperatures. I awoke with my body on fire for something new. With each raindrop, the awakening got more intense. Today's our first date. I prefer to call it our first outing. Slow and steady wins the race. That's what I keep repeating to myself. Slow and steady. Slow and oh so steady. It's so dangerous when you already have a sexual attraction to someone. You have to slow it down and tell yourself that slow and steady will always win the race. Our connection is so random. I can't put my finger on the source of the intense attraction. He's good looking and smart, but so are many others. I watched him for three weeks after he approached me, not sure what I was looking for. And I've let him take my hand on two occasions now. That's so unlike me. My guard is still up because he's mentioned it a few times. I still don't get the connection. He's not a rebound man because usually I tell those men what's expected of them from day one and it's either they deliver or I choose someone else. I have no expectations of him except for him to be respectful and gentle. We know each other in a professional capacity and fucking up my money and my reputation are non-negotiable. Back to slow and steady. Back to moist. Back to today's our first outing. I barely slept last night. Anticipation of what's to come, slow and steady. This is the Lioness reading for KJM in anticipation of hump day. We've been dating for almost three months now and I've yet to name the new boo. I thought long and hard about it and decided on the name Elijah, which means Yahweh is God in Hebrew. While Elijah is not religious, if you remember correctly, the morning we officially met, I had been on the train crying and praying, crying and praying for God to deliver me out of the mess I had gotten myself into. I have no clue what will happen with Elijah, but he brought me hope at a time I felt hopeless. I just had to give him a spiritual name. I shall call him Elijah. Stay tuned. Moist. Breakthrough. Taste me. I want you. It's been three months since Elijah and I had these moments. Freshly dating, we did become intimate rather quickly. On our third and last encounter, we had a few awkward moments. It just felt like I was someplace else. I could see him and I could feel him, 
but something seemed off. Typically, I like a three to six month gap to tighten my pussy before having sex with a man I care about. It's my time to get to know him, develop feelings, and decide if I really want him to enter me. Because I left the X factor rather suddenly and unexpectedly, I really didn't have time to prepare for anything or anyone. Truth be told, I wanted to take a year off from dating. I've done this in the past. At 22, this would be a sexy and independent idea. But at 34, it's a dangerous game to play, especially if I'm still open to having children. Now, I don't believe in a woman's biological clock controlling her life, but I'm also no fool. It's a huge factor when dating in your 30s, at least for women. Even more suddenly and unexpectedly, Elijah introduced himself to me three weeks before I broke things off with the X Factor. It's a good time to say, Jesus, commitment, and pork. If you don't know what I'm referring to, see my earlier blogs about the day I met Elijah. He had to be open to all three things for me to consider dating him. And so the story began. Elijah and I, that is. Back to our last moment of passion. In the midst of this awkward moment, I reminded Elijah that I have never been able to fall in love through sex. If he wanted my heart, the physical was not going to be the way to do it. He had to decide, did he want my heart, which will lead him to all of me, or my body, which will only lead him to my body, the limited time edition that is. I'm not sure if he purposely made that decision back in November, or if the fact that he worked seven days a week and I work six played a big part. But here we are, three months later, and still no sex. In the meantime, Elijah told me he loved me, and I expressed the same. For me, not having sex helped me to see Elijah and myself clearly. New Year's Eve, 11 days before Elijah told me he loved me, I went to Maryland to ring in the new year with a close college friend, her mom and her son. It was during those four days in Maryland, I realized that Elijah meant a lot to me and that I better actively shed my past in 2016. That's the thing about not giving yourself time to heal or having time to heal. You take skeletons with you into your new relationship. While sex is a huge part of intimacy and I would never downplay its importance, for us, not making it the central focus of what we are to each other worked. I am his and this time period reinforced that. When we finally have sex, it will be making love. As I've said many times before, Elijah is the first man that made love to me a million times in my dreams before ever touching me. I can feel him, sense him, taste him from thousand miles away. I'll leave you with this words of the great Celine Dion. I want you to be the face you see when you close your eyes. I wanna be the touch you need every single night. I wanna be your fantasy and be your reality and everything between. I want you to need me like the air you breathe. I want you to feel me in everything. I want you to see me in your every dream. The way that I taste you, feel you, breathe you and need you, I want you to need me like I need you. I want to be the eyes that look deep into your soul. I want to be the world to you. I just want it all. I want to be your deepest kiss, the answer to your every wish. I'm all you ever need, more than you could know. 
And I need you to never, never let me go. And I need you to be deep inside your heart. And I just want to be everywhere you are. I want to be the face you see when you close your eyes. I want to be the touch you need every single night. I want to be your fantasy and be your reality and everything between. KJM here is so in love on Flashback Friday. Hi, this is the original Kingston JL Michaels. And if you haven't noticed, we've gone back in time to kind of let you know how Elijah came to be. On this episode, you heard Lioness perform The End, The Coming of a New Age, First Date, and Alexis Guy performing I Am His. We've taken you back in time because this is part one of a very special story. Please stay tuned for part two. Lioness and Alexis Guy, thank you so much for telling this story. I felt every word and every emotion that you both were trying to convey. Jesus commitment pork. Elijah had to believe in a higher power. He had to be ready to commit. And I don't trust a man who does not eat pork. So those are my dating standards. Stay tuned for part two of this love story to see what happens with Elijah and I. I know you guys heard about the asshole rip from last week, but now we're taking you even further into that relationship. It's kind of crazy that I know how things play out and you don't. So stay tuned and get excited because part two will be happening next week. This is the original Kingston JL Michaels saying thank you for listening.